And the amount of times, the amount of times I could count that men have been like, you don't look like you could be an engineer. Uh, oh my god. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? You don't look like you could be not a dumbass, but I gave you the benefit of the doubt, sir. Yeah. Welcome back, friends. Today is just Jithra and I, unfortunately, our third amigo. Amigo. Uh, I was trying to use a better, like, musketeer. Yeah, like a need. P. Uh, yeah, third P in the pod. <laughs> that's the worse. That's worse. <laughs> um, is not here today. Shivani, she. She's As, okay. Yeah, she's <laughs> health-wise, like, physically okay, but, um, yeah, going through a lot of school stuff and work stuff, so we feel you, girl. We hope you're okay, and we will see her next episode. Yes. So, let's get into it. Yeah. We are talking about pretty privilege. I am very excited for this topic, and I will tell you why shortly, and Shimona is not. I'm slightly stressed out. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you stressed out? I feel like it's just such an uncomfortable subject to talk about because it's something that affects everyone so strongly, but you have little to no control over it. Minus the fact that, like, yeah, you can work out and wear makeup and all that stuff, especially if you're a girl. I think you have, like, more control and... And nowadays you have all these like filters you can at least like come off as somebody who's pretty online. But let's sticking to just like what you got, what you're born with and the day to day and like face to face is uh, yeah, you just kind of if you're born with a feature, you're born with a feature and like that's it and people I think it's just uncomfortable to talk about that because if you if you fall on either end of the spectrum where you are attractive, I guess, conventionally attractive, and you're benefiting off of that, it's, like, very weird to say that you do and be like, oh, yeah, I'm so pretty. I get all this stuff and people treat me well. Or it's really weird to also, or kind of, it's just a bit awkward to say, like, oh, I, that doesn't happen to me, so I must be unattractive. It's, I don't yeah. know, it's all just, there's no winning. <clears throat> there never, there never really is in, never. I think, any topic we discuss. Yeah. They're all depressing. But. I was excited because I think, you know, like how people are very uncomfortable with all of this stuff, no one talks about it because of that, but we will because we're breaking renegades. Taboo. Yes. Renegades are like... I don't know. Revolutionary. Renegade. Yeah. That was right? I think so. I don't know. No one tweet us. Um, But anyways, uh, so... Should we start with our with our cues, our questions? Let's start. Yeah. So, Shithra has gathered a few questions for us that she would like us to discuss, and I'm yeah. sure it'll uh, lead us into many other topics. Yes. So let's do this. Um, so, where do you think you stand in terms of pretty privilege? Uh. So, do you mean like how attractive do you think I am? Which, like, I guess. <laughs> I guess to I put it bluntly, <laughs> 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 
already hate this. No, <laughs> I can go first if you want. I'm curious to know how you how you mean this question. So okay, like, or what you mean? So okay, yeah. so well, so the the follow up question will is what advantages have you had slash disadvantages, and so yeah, basically, how do you think pretty privilege has affected you with receiving it or not receiving it? So I think. I'm going to sound like an asshole, that I definitely have pretty privilege and, like, have come or have seen myself gain things that I didn't ask for just out of nowhere. Like, randomly, I'll get a free donut or something. And I feel like this is solely happening to attractive people. Mm. And it's, like, it's more of, like, things I can, like, put a value on that I feel like I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Like, I also think that I have more confidence in certain scenarios where I seem more conventionally, and I'm talking about conventionally attractive, not just, like, my definition of attractive, which I think is different from conventional attractiveness. I guess we should, like, define what conventional attractive means. That's true. So we could start with that. In my head, I just <clears throat> thought of it as, like, what is trending on social media. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's conventionally attractive. Yeah, because I think it's constantly fluctuating. Like, we were mm-hmm. talking about how early 2000s, Kate Moss, that was mm-hmm. the conventional attractive standard. Now I think it's, like, Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. or Kylie Jenner, those, that family, really, mm-hmm. um, which, which is dangerous because it's not them as people, it's them on social media. Which yeah. is photoshopped and filtered and plastic surgeryed up, and all of those are what is our new conventionally attractive. Whereas Kate Moss, super hot in an unrealistic way, but still real, like not like enhanced in any way. Whereas now we have the opposite problem where the public thinks they're not enhanced but they're super enhanced and it's totally mm-hmm. inhuman to look that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't care what you said. Kim has had plastic surgery. Facts. Mm-hmm. Can't change my mind. And it's it's like no shame if you want to make alter or you're super insecure about something and you want to like change something about it. That's fine. But own up to it. Don't say, oh, I got this off of skinny tea and then try to sell skinny tea, which is really just a laxative. And here I'm quoting Jamila Jamil. That bitch is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think the issue is not so much, like, people getting work, I guess, done. Which, I mean, it is, it, that's kind of its own little field of issues with people getting it done really young and feeling the pressure to get it done. But it's more of, like, people portraying this image and making it seem like, that they were just born like that. <laughs> or like, oh, just adjust your lighting or wear these kind of clothes. And it's like, no, that's a lot of needles and uh, anesthesia. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. the like anxiety that's coming with people to leave their house because they have these gorgeous filters on their face and they look amazing. And then they step out of the house and they look normal. And now oh, it's... that's a thing? Yeah, it's that like... Really, well, it's, yeah, that it's, makes sense. It's similar to like Gen Z's whole having less sex and more social anxiety and oh, all of that. Yeah. yeah. It's all connected to pretty privilege. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure like 
dating apps too like people get catfished a lot and yeah but I wonder if now like that's less surprising to people where if they if they see someone online they're less phased by a drastic difference between seeing them in person Mm -hmm. versus online because of all these things Mm -hmm. I don't know I mean as someone who has been uh, been around on these apps I definitely see, even with guys, I see a strong difference between their pictures and what's in front of me. Really? Yeah. They kind of look like them, but also worse. So they, do do you think guys, like, edit pictures as much as women do? I don't think it's as much, but I think they do for sure. Mm. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, that guy that I was showing you, remember? The, um... I don't want to give too many details, but, uh, you know the guy I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, severely altered his face. Yeah, that's and true. I think, and we also saw this YouTube video, which I will link in our link tree that I still did not update. I will update the <laughs> link tree, and then I will link it in the link tree uh, on our Instagram. Check it out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the- Hashtag at. That's not how you say uh, we, we don't know how usernames. to. This is what, at, how you say at. At what is it? Third Eye Thoughts. At Third Eye Thoughts. Okay. Okay, back to the point. Yeah. <laughs> so there was this great YouTube video about the beauty standards in the male side of things and how toxic those are too, which I think is like not talked about really at all. I mean, women's stuff is definitely kind of thrown around here and there, although pretty privilege is not really talked about. Um, but men is just nothing at all. They And it sucks because... It's also unattainable for an average guy to be super muscular and jacked and have washboard abs, but that's kind of become a standard for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Especially the unhealthy dieting that a lot of these people have to do to get those bodies, and then you have like 14-year-olds being like, oh, I guess I'm just going to not have water for four days, and hopefully that's going to make me lose some weight, and you're like, whoa, no. Do you, no, like literally the... The Marvel guys, or even the guy in The Witcher, who is jacked as fuck, mm-hmm. he didn't drink water for, like, 48 hours. And oh, that's wow. why he has so much definition. Which is not me telling you to, to do this to get a, I'm mm-hmm. saying bad, very unhealthy. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. It's also worth noting that that is basically just, like, pulling out one fact that he did, but you're totally ignoring the fact that he had probably like several personal trainers if not just one he had somebody regulating his diet he had somebody like he probably has like a there's a medical team on set if anything happens he just has like so many other people looking out for his health that for you to just be like oh it must be the water like that's the one thing that got him that body type is just like really dangerous um but also when in the topic of like pretty privilege as for this episode I was also thinking of just men. I don't know if you were also thinking that too. I just thought of like attractive people in general and their privilege. I don't know if you were thinking about focusing more on like, like when you say pretty privilege, you think of like the privilege that women have. Because in my head, I was thinking of like the privilege of attractive people. Oh, see, I was thinking, I think more of women just because I'm thinking, because I have this, this test subject in my life that Shimona knows about. And so she's what I base all of the pretty privilege. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I think I was mostly thinking about it from the women's side and also thinking about how it affects me as a woman. 
Because um, I think men have, um, they have their own handsome privilege or whatever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, which we'll get into. Yeah. You ever got to question on that earlier? So, what do you, your turn to answer the question. Uh, what was the question? Oh. <laughs> let, me, let me get it up again. It's, where do you think you stand in terms of pretty privilege? So, <clears throat> I think, I can recall moments in my life as well where... I've either, like, materialistically had an upper hand, like, people giving me free things or, like, like, buying you a free drink or something, or almost in the sense of, like, the way people treat you, like, the way they talk to you and they look at you, I feel like that. Like, attention? Yeah, yes. the attention. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've, I've kind of noticed that, but I haven't always attested it to being pretty I feel like sometimes I'm just like oh maybe I don't know maybe like this guy is just like super desperate or he's really nice or whatever they're never Um, really nice ever (laughs) yeah or but at the same time I've also noticed um oh actually what I was going to say is i I haven't really put a lot of weight to those incidences, though, because I feel like this is, this happens to, like, I get, maybe this is me coming from a very, like, I clearly don't understand what it's like to not look the way I do, because I was like, does this happen to, like, most women? Like, I, when, when a guy, when, like, a guy hits on me or flirts with me or whatever, I'm not like... Oh my god, you're offering me a drink? Like, I'm definitely number 63 of, like, the 200 girls he's going to do that to that night. And so, maybe, I just don't think of it as, like, a special thing. Like, those things. But I think the privilege really lies in when people treat you as if you have, like, this, like, you deserve this treatment or things that you don't necessarily didn't like earn. Yeah. <clears throat> so like what do you have like a example? Um I think that what I want what I'm trying to say is I think you just get taken seriously. Yeah. And I feel like that if I'm like in a conversation with maybe somebody who like, there's me and one other person, and that this or maybe a guy is talking to us, and the guy finds like me or the other person more or less attractive. You can kind of notice a difference in the way they react to what is being said, and depending on like who it comes from. And yeah, that I think is even more frustrating and more taboo than the oh, getting free drinks thing. Uh, because yeah. that's like a matter of like daily life. Like, how are you? How are people handling you? And and it's not even, like, even so much, I think, of of treatment sometimes. It's, like, a lack of treatment. Mm-hmm. So if if someone is conventionally unattractive, a lot of times they just get ignored and kind of just blown past. Mm-hmm. And I think as someone who has not had to deal with that, I've je- definitely noticed I 
people will, if they bump into me, say sorry. People will, like, engage with me. Mm-hmm. And then I've also noticed with conventionally unattractive people, they just, just like, sweep like they're nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's we've created this value for something that we technically have zero control over. Mm-hmm. Um, at it, all. Oh, no, go ahead. Attraction is also this... It's a weird word because it's kind of a full package thing because... You could be, like, maybe you don't have the stereotypical body, hourglass, whatever, but you have, like, a stunning face and, like, beautiful hair. I feel like you still have, like, that's still, you could still be considered attractive, but then I think it's also weird because there's so many features. There's so much that goes into being attractive, and depending on which of those, like, as if each feature is, like, a dial, like, which of those are, like, turn one way or the other? Like, mm-hmm. the hair is, like, one dial, and, like, let's say you have, like, really attractive hair, it's, like, dialed up versus dialed yeah. down, and then, like, but if that's dialed down, but other things are dialed up, it's, like, not as big of a deal, and... Yeah. And I think, I kind of think of it like that, so, yeah, like, maybe collarbone is, like, one dial, I don't know, for a woman that's, like, people are obsessed with collarbones, it's really what? weird. What? I didn't yeah, even know that. I don't know. <laughs> Well, but, um, like they want them or they don't want them like they they want them i guess oh that's actually very concerning i feel like that's because Cause you're so skinny the, yeah yeah oh that's ew, that's cringy yeah ew. yeah but i i think it'd also be interesting well i think i'm going off topic but did you have anything no. else to say well so i was just gonna move on to the next question but if okay yeah okay well yeah. so what advantages or disadvantages have you seen with which I think you you answered the advantages part, um, but I feel like I've experienced a few disadvantages with being conventionally attractive. I, I think people take you seriously in a out in the world context, but mm-hmm. at work I do not get taken seriously whatsoever. Uh. And maybe work wise, like people just hear my voice because of COVID. But when I was in school, no one people would convince me that I had the wrong answer when I had the right answer. And the amount of times, the amount of times I could count that men have been like, you don't look like you could be an engineer. Uh, oh my God. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? You don't look like you could be not a dumbass, but I gave you the benefit of the doubt, sir. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, do you have anything to add? That's, that's a very good point. Yeah, like professionally, you just don't. Like, she can't be pretty and smart. There's yeah. no way. So you got to bring her down a couple pegs. Yeah. yeah. And then when you do, re- it's almost like if you see someone that's attractive, like a woman, you automatically assume she's, like, doing something that's probably not a very demanding job. And then when you find out she is doing something that's demanding, you're kind of like, well, what's the catch? Like, how can we, in other ways, bring down whatever it is that she's doing or like not taking it as seriously like oh well yeah what what exactly do you do on your engineering job or like yeah. how, what is it day-to-day or do you I don't know whatever it is but they'll try to like break it down so that find a reason yeah yeah, yeah. whereas I think if a conventionally unattractive person said the same thing th- th- there's no shock there's yeah. no oh leave it yeah you're just like oh cool yeah Man. yeah that's that's a good point yeah disadvantages though oh I do think one disadvantage is people think I find that people I feel like people care about how I look more than I care about how I look 
because of how I look. <laughs> yeah, so let me explain. <laughs> so I think because of how I look, let's just say like, let's say like some parts of me are what people would deem as like pretty. I think because of that, they think that I put, I like think about how I look and like they need to tell me comments or like I've gotten so many bizarre comments from people about something about how I look as if like they're helping me like um like kind of things like oh you'd be so much prettier if blah 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 or like this you're really pretty but like blah 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 or like yeah or like oh like this isn't really like flatter your figure or whatever it is just like things that it's almost like they think like oh I think like this is a your average pretty girl she probably cares about how she looks a lot because she's pretty and maybe she knows she's pretty so I'm gonna like tell her comments and things that I don't know if they're like trying to bring me down or just like I think you're somebody that probably thinks about your your attractiveness a lot and so I'm going to give you this, like, unsolicited advice. So (laughs) I wonder if it's, if, because I've definitely experienced that, too, Mm. with someone specific, which I'll tell Uh, you later. I think I know. Okay. (laughs) Um, So. But I would imagine that people that aren't conventionally attractive, it's not, like, as talked about, where the focus isn't, like, on how they look all the time. Yeah. Whereas I feel like it's often. Because it would be kind of uncomfortable, I would Yeah, it'd be very uncomfortable. But I feel like with. They're like, oh, you can handle it. Cause yes, you are they think you can handle it. Yeah. yeah. But and I'm uh, like, I can't. Stop. Yeah, right. It hurts. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I feel like we sound like just two pretty girls yeah, like, complaining. Just, but uh, yeah. we'll, I swear we'll do the opposite in a sec. Um, I swear I'm not that pretty. <laughs> <laughs> you don't yeah. know what I look like, so. Yeah, <laughs> right. Let's keep it that like, way. Yeah. Don't, don't know what we look like. Um, but, yeah, so I wonder if it's on a conscious level that they're doing this. Or if it's more subconscious that mm. they're they're pointing out other people's flaws. Because and I know this person in particular is very insecure. So Yeah. Yeah. So I I yes. don't know if it's actively thought about mm-hmm. in their minds when they say these things or if it's just like like looks I don't know, like I'm I'm super insecure. Attack, attack, attack. I'll feel mm. better about myself then. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's a really good point to bring up. I'm sure these people, the people that I, some of them are, like, not that I know well, but of the ones that I do, I, I would say, like, yeah, they're they're quite insecure. Or they have, like, their own sense of, like, low self-worth. And so maybe yeah. they feel good about, like, I don't know, bringing other people down. Yeah. Yeah. Like stomping on top of other people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think, like, this is probably talked about, the disadvantages. And also, so this is more probably of a woman issue, and I probably sound like an asshole for saying this, but, uh, like, her getting harassed a lot oh, more yeah. frequently. And not to say all women get harassed. Yeah. All women. Doesn't matter whether you're conventionally attractive or not. But I feel like when you see hot girls walking down the street, they're just getting yelled at, like, constantly this entire way down the street whereas you have even me dressed down versus dressed up I see a huge difference especially being in Germany I don't know why catcalling was massive there Mm -hmm. um but I 
when I was going out to, you know, party, then mm. I was, it was a terrible accent. <laughs> <laughs> Is that supposed to be in German? Yeah, it's literally party. That's, oh. that's the word for party in oh. German. But um, anyways, um, yeah, I was getting catcalled like a ton. And then I would be like rolling up the next morning to the dining hall and getting hung, hung over and was not, granted it was in the morning, <clears throat> but even at night when I was just dressed down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a word. So mm-hmm. it, I think it definitely also has to do with attractiveness. And for some reason, when we're together, we get the creepiest fucking situations from <laughs> I don't know why. It's like the power combo. But, so. oh my yeah, God. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. I'm done with some very weird men. Yeah, I'm sure, like, maybe there's more of a awareness of potential male threat when you're, like, super hot, like a model or something, because you're like, oh, Yeah, and, like, guys will get, like, obsessed with, like, yeah. famous models and shit and actresses. The amount of true crime cases of, like, obsessed fans just uh. murdering them. It's wild. Oh, there was this article published by a pretty woman and it was something along the lines of like the disadvantages of being pretty or like the the woes of being pretty and it got so much like boohoo woe is me kind of yeah, <laughs> like, so much controversy which is how I feel like now yeah, yeah, right yeah now, I feel like yeah. that's so much right now I'm yeah. like oh I don't want to do you see why I don't want to yeah I get it, it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable <laughs> but, in but we're gonna her, go the other direction yeah that's true <laughs> in her article though there she did mention one of the points she was making I think this was like one of her biggest ones is that it's so hard to date as a pretty woman because while you do have more options you to like you generally attract more douchebags because those are the guys that usually go for girls just because of their looks. Mm-hmm. And a guy that does that is probably not, like, an in-depth person or character. Yeah. And so you get a lot of people just, like, constantly breaking your heart or, like, sleeping with you and then, like, ghosting you. Or um, just, like we said, like, not taking you seriously. Like, they don't mm-hmm. think that she's capable of being, like, more than just a hot face or, like, a trophy item next to them. And, like, yeah. she's actually capable of being, like, a good committed girlfriend or wife yeah so yeah that was one but see do you think that's sexism or or maybe like attractiveness plus sexism or do you think that like a guy the same thing would happen to a guy never yeah that would never happen to a man never (laughs) yeah i mean i've i know women who are like very much uh i mean like they view men in a similar way as like maybe like a male quote-unquote douchebag would view women in the sense of like they're kind of like an ends to means to an end yeah but generally speaking I don't think women look at men as like a like I kind of want them just as like an item and then yeah hit it and quit it kind of thing that's probably yeah that's probably more of like the gender roles thing but and also though I can see how women might assume a guy is a douchebag because he's really attractive. Yeah. Which I know I do. Oh, I do that all sure. the time. Yeah. I'm like, your personality must be terrible. Now I won't be sad when you reject me. Yeah, or I just... Yeah, that's very... <laughs> Well-worded. Um, yeah. yeah, I almost also think that if you are... If you're a really attractive man, I... My instinct is like... 
you've just got your life handed to you on a silver platter. Like, people probably have been so nice to you. I mean, okay, yeah, you probably got bullied and whatnot. That's the cream of the crap. Yeah. Oh, probably, they probably didn't get bullied. Unless yeah, they're, like, newly not. attractive, but, like, one of those always yeah. attractives. Ugh. So, immediately I'm just, like... I know for a fact that your ego has been stroked so much that I can't even imagine. Like, I'm almost looking for, like, flaws. Like, I'm like, where, what what part of you is going to hurt me? Because I know it's eventually going to happen. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like there's there's just little incentive to work on being a good person if everybody's just going to, like, wash over any flaw that you I have. see that with men and women. And I think that's yeah. what the superiorly attractive. Cause yeah, yeah. I know pleasantly attractive people who are good people. Yeah, right, exactly. Case in point. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but, um, like, the, I feel like the elite hot, the one where you double take at them, those are the ones where I have very, for, um, for the most part, seen, like, questionable morals mm-hmm. in terms of a lot of things. Like, cheating and yeah yeah especially and like honestly little things like fucking recycling i don't know yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the world just kind of revolves around them yeah for sure and that is like you know top tier hot mm-hmm. but um yeah maybe we should definitely move on from disadvantages before everyone hates us um because there are so many advantages to being attractive Still very disturbed. It's fine. Don't be disturbed. (laughs) We speak truths. We speak facts. Um, Okay, yeah. But, I mean, I guess one of the the advantages I would like to touch on is going along the lines of the moral thing we were talking about, where I've seen very, very attractive people treat people like shit and then the person be like, thank you. Like, allow... Oh, allow it to happen. And even myself, like, I will allow myself to be treated like shit by said attractive person mm-hmm. and just, like, brush it off my shoulders, like, like, thank you for gracing me with your presence in any capacity. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what, where that comes from, mm-hmm. but, um, it's, it's weird how blinding attract, super attractive people can be. Yeah. Because if you think about when we're talking about attractiveness. I think the reason why people behave so bizarrely when it comes to like around being around attractive people or like being attractive or being unattractive is because our is so much of it like your the, your survival as a species re- revolves around your desirability because then only will people deem you worthy of a mate to then reproduce regardless of whether or not you want to if you want to be single your whole life never want babies whatever it doesn't matter but all of that doesn't just go away because you don't want kids or you don't want to date maybe it goes away if you're asexual I don't know I'd be curious if every listener is asexual and tell us more about that but if you're sexual in some way even if you no matter what future you want in your life you need to this is one game that you can't choose choose to opt out of like you have to be somewhat someone needs to want to have sex with you <laughs> no matter what <laughs> so do you think attractiveness comes down to sexual viability then yeah i think a lot of like a lot of the 
reasons why we think someone someone is attractive are so innately are so ingrained in the way we perceive attraction that we don't even realize what it is that we're calling attractive like things like symmetry or um depending on the culture you're from like certain maybe you find like certain proportions better than others skin tones skin tones yeah and yeah those some of those things are so we've just for millions of have we been around we've been around millions hundreds and hundreds of years <laughs> thousands and thousands, thousands of years since the beginning of humanity we have seen traits as like oh this is really good because this person um having this trait means that they'll be able to like hunt better and like provide for my family and like all those little things have bundled up to like n- combined with the the today's culture and to deeming what we see attractive now it's just it's something that yeah it's so hardcore within our our existence that yeah. it's I forgot where I was going with that, but I think you, that was that was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that was a, like in, an interesting point because we we've adapted these seeing these things as attractive over evolution, hundreds of years, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Um, but it's like we can't accommodate to what now would be more ideal in a mate because it's like it's almost like our attraction to these traits have been completely outdated mm-hmm. where now we you shouldn't seek the most attractive person that's mm. actually a terrible idea in current society yeah you want fucking mike who has a 401k and likes to go hiking on the weekends i don't fucking know mm. <laughs> um, but you want cargo pant mike you don't want fucking chad on the yacht you get what I'm saying, right? Troy. Yeah. Damn Chad. So, yeah, fucking Chad. But um, I'm sorry if any of you are named Chad. <laughs> but, you know, it's like we're not adapting to what we should be. And I wonder, I guess it's because we had thousands of years to evolve to this. And now it's just funny how, like, quickly that all is useless now. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is our self-destruction. Yeah. And also going back to how things like attractiveness differs based off of the person and the I mean, I was going to say culture, but yeah, even person because I feel like I have been considered and everyone is considered attractive to different people in very different levels. Like people I'm sure have seen you as attractive as like, "Oh, she's cute." And then there's other people that are like, "Wow, like who do the double take?" And then there's yeah. people that are just kind of like, "Don't even look at you." So, and that also just fascinates me because I think a lot of what we're talking about, like just looking at someone, I think a lot of what we find attractive boils down to what we've seen growing up and mm-hmm. what we've just been hardwired to find attractive. But then when you get to know someone and find them attractive, I think a lot of that is from like the things that you felt missing in your childhood. Like if you find certain traits to be attractive more so than others. Um, and then kind of like what goes well with your lifestyle and all of that. But yeah, it's such a different spectrum in, in terms of what, how people will find you attractive and what deems attractiveness. That's very true. And then it probably is in some way a reflection of how attractive you think you are mm-hmm. too, where if yeah. you, yeah, if you think you're not that attractive, you're probably going to find 
a lot more people attractive. Whereas if you think you are attractive, you're probably going to find a lot less people attractive. Yeah. It's a hypothesis, not backed by science. Yeah. And it can kind of go backfire because I feel like I've seen, I've met people who are very attractive. Like if you just saw a photo of them, but they like know they're very attractive and they act like they're very attractive. And then it's just very off-putting because it just comes off with this aura of like, look how hot I am. Tell me how hot I am. Like, and then like constantly just like face to the phone, like looking at themselves and making sure their hair is okay and all that. That's so true though, because you (laughs) you really spiral into this self-destructive pattern. And I think you see that, especially with the Kardashians, Mm -hmm. which is kind of what I'm just saying as our current beauty standard. Um, But Kim was, there's this one episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, because yes, I've watched it. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's like freaking out because her ass with cellulite was, or I think it was cellulite, was just out in a picture by the tabloids. Mm -hmm. And she was freaking out. She's like, I don't even look like that. Like, I definitely don't look like that. And she, Mm -hmm. oh, I think this was talked about in 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 that video. Yeah, Yeah. which I will also link in the link tree. Um, Where she convinced herself that that's not what her body looks like, even though it very very clearly looks like that. And it's okay because it looks like a normal body. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, aside from all of the plastic surgery but Mm -hmm. it was just like so kind of shocking that people you assume these people especially these celebrities do things with intention but they really don't and they're it it really humanizes them because she's she's so engrossed well I mean probably most of the family is so engrossed in how they present themselves on the on social media that they don't even understand that they don't look like that Mm-hmm. It's very, very bizarre and mind blowing. And then you also feel this constant tension to or pressure to live up to this beauty standard that's not real because it's through a phone camera. Mm-hmm. And I think I also see that with people who are very attractive that I know who also put so much pressure on themselves, not even just look wise, with everything. They feel like they need to be pretty and smart. So, and that's become this very toxic kind of thing where they'll beat themselves up if they fuck up one little thing. Mm -hmm. Or if, like, one little thing in their life isn't going the way it's presented to in social media, they'll also freak out. It's it's very eerie. Mm -hmm. It's very unhealthy. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, living like that. I'm so so glad I'm not that hot. Yeah. (laughs) You're basically having to deal with all these different versions of you and making sure they're all, like, up to par with whatever standard you have set for yourself, whatever unrealistic standard. Yeah, I think the social media part of it is really what's really bad because it's physically altering you Mm -hmm. in ways that you shouldn't, that your body doesn't move in and shouldn't Yeah. Yeah. Or look like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like... This conversation went from, like, <laughs> talking about pretty privilege and how lookism is, like, so biased towards them to, like, pitying them. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess when you think about it a little bit more, but, I mean... Except I mean, this is only... The pity thing only happens for girls, though, I feel like. 
Yeah, because for like, guys, I don't... I have no pity for an attractive male. <laughs> yeah, that's Because fair. you, if you're an attractive man, you don't have this, like... Like, you don't have... I Although, don't know. I, do think, I do think, like, workout-wise, there is a similar pressure with their to body. With their body, yeah. Yeah, for but sure. But let's say you have, like... I don't even think the standards... I guess it depends on what you're going for. Because I really don't feel like... I don't see women out here being like, look at this and this and that on a man's body. They're kind of just like, I don't know, he has abs, he has decent muscles on his arms, cool, done. Like, they're not, maybe the men critique themselves more, probably they do, but for women, it's like irrational. Yeah. It's like every single inch of Collar your body. bones? Yeah. What the fuck? Exactly. Yeah. So, with men, it's like, I feel like, honestly, if you're just like, I have a pretty decent vase solid body metabolism like that's it like you don't have any issues of people not taking you seriously at work or like getting catcalled or like all this yeah. stuff where it's like that comes into territory if you're an attractive woman or being patronized exactly it's an experience i had not calling it, anyone out it's basically just exponential for men in terms of their treatment like, mm-hmm. is the more attractive you are, the better it is. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, there are, but then there are downsides. No, it just like, it gets just better. It just keeps getting it's better, and better. it doesn't stop getting better. Yeah. That is so true. Although, I do think lately, so, w- one thing that's great about this whole gender fluidity thing that's happening, where men can wear makeup and d- dress feminine and all that stuff, it's good because of the obvious, like, higher levels of inclusion, making feel, people feel good about themselves. But I think it's also going to present similar problems that women have to men as well mm. in the near oh. future. Yeah, where they're going to be just as highly cr- critiqued. I think up, up from everything then, from their hair to their makeup to their bodies to all of it. So that's – I'm really glad you pointed that out because that's actually – I think the first test case we're seeing with that is K-pop. Yes. K-pop stars, both men and women wear makeup, like noticeably wear makeup. Like there are male K-pop stars that wear like bright red lip colors and like eyeshadows and like smoky eyes. And we've seen in that video, that this one video we keep yeah. referring. Um, you don't even have to listen to this. Just watch the video. Yeah. Um, we've seen that there's so much, the men feel almost like, uh, probably the women feel more with like weight and all that, but men get critique just as much as they do in terms of like you need to lose a certain amount of weight and you need to look a certain way your eyes shape needs to be a certain way like all this stuff that yeah it almost feels like as if you're critiquing a woman but and yeah we we're seeing that it's like seriously affecting a lot of the mental health of male k-pop stars so yeah there was i think a what a crazy amount of k-pop stars that died by suicide mm-hmm. recently which i okay so i said completed suicide in the last episode which I have been told is not correct and it should be died by suicide. Just ah. correction that. Nice. But um, anyways, so. Yeah, several yeah. stars from the pressure from their managers. From There's also like crazy K-pop fans and all of that. So it's rough. And they're on super strict diets just as much as the female K-pop stars. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. And it's also interesting that a lot of the, the beauty standards they have as well, at least with the the face shape and 
eye, like trying to fold back their eyes with mm-hmm. tape and doing that stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's geared toward making people look more Caucasian, which is a whole other part of pretty privilege, I think. Just being a, a white and extremely attractive person all of a sudden changes the game in it, I think, severely. That's why I, when we were talking about this topic earlier today, I mentioned, like, I don't think I'm conventionally attractive. Like, that's why I don't think I am, because I don't think I fit, like, the the Western Caucasian ideal of beauty. I think, I don't really, I think in some ways I fit the Indian standard, and maybe that, and I think the Indian standard of beauty has a lot of overlap with Caucasian, like, with certain features, but... Yeah, I, that's why I don't, I, in my head, I'm like, oh, I don't deem myself as conventionally attractive, but I also feel like me saying that is, like, someone could easily just be like, just shut up, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, like, are you serious? Like, I, I, I understand yeah. also why they would say that, but, um, yeah, anyways. Yeah. But, but yeah, because I think that's a, that's another level. I agree, though. I, I definitely yeah. agree, yeah. Um, and I think it, it's also... That's an insecurity I know I grew up with where I was trying to be less Indian Mm -hmm. to fit in better with the conventional convention of attraction at that time. Now I'm very proud of being Indian and Mm -hmm. I feel guilty about all me trying to suppress that shit. Mm -hmm. But now I really shove it in people's faces. I'm like, look at me with my hands. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Yeah. That was probably really loud. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we should probably caveat by saying white people as in like colonization yes yes <laughs> yeah, not just like the white people today have done all this stuff yeah. that makes us feel this pressure no 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 it's like hundreds and hundreds of years of colonization that has yeah. then developed these beauty standards and that's why yeah and it's it's also indians other indians perpetuating that standard yeah well. yeah which talking about okay that led me to another topic Hell yeah. <laughs> um talking about perpetuating beauty standards of other people this is leads me back to what i was saying how like people have told me like oh you should fix this or do this or do that and things that i have never even thought about like i once had a guy tell this other guy about me like oh she's really pretty but she could lose some weight up until that point I had never never in my life even I maybe when I was like in middle school and I was like going through hormonal changes yeah but I had never felt like oh I'm overweight I never had body image when issues. was like, this who was privileged. this, this who was am some, I beating up yeah <laughs> this is in college this was before I was plant-based so I was like heavier but I wasn't like you were so yeah oh I, I wasn't God. like uh, oh, like maybe like my my doctors never said anything. Like I yeah, I've not that it even matters. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, it doesn't even fucking matter because a man has no place telling you <laughs> yeah. how much you should or shouldn't fucking weigh. Because exactly. guess what? It's not his fucking business. Yes, thank you. Maybe he should worry about being smarter. Yes, clearly he's a dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you when this comment happened? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just such a prime example of like something that I never even thought about but his standard whatever his beauty standard was for women he like felt the need to perpetuate that on to am I using perpetuate correctly I don't think I am he felt the need (laughs) to put that beauty like apply me to that template of what beauty is and I think people do that all the time everywhere wherever they look and whenever someone says that I think this person's beautiful or I think this person's handsome I think what they just mean is like 
whatever my definition of handsomeness or beauty is, I think this person fits that template. Yeah. So, like, people that don't think you're attractive, it's not because you're not attractive, it's just because, like, that those few people or whatever who thinks that is just there, you don't fit their template. But that's yeah. fine because, like, there's so many templates and there's so many people that have raised been, been raised so differently mm. and see people differently. So that, I think, is just the most frustrating part of it all is that sometimes people feel like, well, the templates are kind of merging now with social media and there's, like, a very clearly defined, like, one nice way to look almost for a lot of the features of, of someone's face or body. And if you... there Now it's kind of like, oh, well, if I can just put my face on this template, if I can just somehow morph it to look like this, then I'll just fit everyone's definition of beauty. But it's not that simple. And I think no matter... And it's changing. It's constantly changing. Yeah. Exactly. And no matter what you do, like somebody, you just won't fit someone's template and that's okay. And because that's just how people work. They're just constantly like putting their own views of what's attractive on other people. Mm -hmm. So you just can't help it. For sure. And going back to the the point of people's own culture or location perpetuating the these toxic beauty standards, I think Indians are very um, guilty of this. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the the colorism alone is is just extreme. I mean, you have um, what's her nuts? Nick Jonas's wife. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra. Chopra. Yeah. She was on the Fair and Lovely skin ads, which is this product that advertises skin lightening in India that's, like, super big. Um, and same with Shah Rukh Khan, who's another crazy big Bollywood actor. I think a lot of them have been on that. Almost course. all of them. Yeah, yeah. I want to say all the big shots. Yeah, and they don't understand how it's problematic and also, like, classist. We probably talked about this in the last episode, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... DVD. Yeah, right <laughs> Gotta go listen to that. Um, But then there's also the comments on people's weight. Like, Indian people Mm -hmm. have no problem. No filter. Point blank being like, yeah, you can, you look good, but you should uh, lose some weight. You should drop some pounds. Or, like, pat your tummy and be like. Exactly. Yeah, and it's, like, absolutely no idea the psychological toll. And then it's also fucked up because, you know, this is the life they grew up with. Probably feeling Mm -hmm. exactly the same. And then they just keep. It's like generational, what's it called? Generational trauma? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's probably not even just like Indian, but like Desi people and like Asian people, I think I've heard yeah. say this too, where there's just like, there's just no I think filter. black people too. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's very much like in America and maybe like in England. <laughs> like those mm. are like the two, the Western countries. Yeah. But um, where things are... People are very formal about, or kind of like tiptoey formal about appearances, yeah. or about anything that could come off as like slightly offensive, especially in today's climate. Yeah. Um, and they think I think about psychology, yeah, and stuff, yeah. But like that doesn't really happen in other no. countries. No, no, no empathy. Mm-hmm. And I do think that comes from a lack of social change honestly I think it comes from a lack of feminism in in these countries because I mean you keep you can keep women down by just keeping them engrossed in this little I'm obsessed with my appearance bubble Mm -hmm. and I think that was what a lot of the 1950s was I mean 
that's when leg shaving became a thing. And imagine we could just walk around with uh, our hairy legs, no imagine. judgment. Imagine. That would be the life. It really would. It really mm-hmm. would. Um, My friend was like, male friend, mm-hmm. was like, well, you can do that anyways. Like, no one's going to care. Like, it's fine. You can just go around. I'm like, no, you cannot. Yeah. Like, look, I, yeah. In I know. Portland, I know. I can. Yeah, I'm yeah. very well aware that I can step out of the house with Harry yeah. everything Physically and no one's going to arrest me. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But, like, also, like we said, no one's going to take me seriously. No one's going to – some people are going to think I'm, like, a freak. You're going to lose your – priv- like, yeah, your exactly. attractive privilege. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, no, you can't. It's like – Yeah. And I've seen people – I've seen women not shave or, like, have full-on, like, hair, but – they're like white and they have blonde hair. The yeah. ones that I have seen so far, I haven't really seen like a white. But I don't think they're aware. So I have seen that, but you can tell they're doing it more as a female empowerment, and I'm uh, sure they're they're just comfortable like that. But mm. um, but you could tell they're doing it kind of on purpose. Whereas my white friends with blonde hair do it with the intention of no one seeing. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. It's like oh, you can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. um, Or I guess it wouldn't matter technically if men didn't suck. So I think think the, what is it, the Gillette Razor Company, Mm -hmm. they initially... Never buy from them. Yeah. Fuck Gillette. They started all of this. Yeah. They started a propaganda. They're like, how do we sell more razors? And they were like, women. Let's make women shave Mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're missing out half the population. What are we doing? Let's yeah. make them shave. Oh, a question that just came to me, or maybe a s- statement. We'll see what happens. Do you think that current conventions of attractiveness have been going towards little girls? Like, do you think there's a very Lolita complex kind of coming up? Pedophilic. <laughs> yes, pedophilic. Wait, what is the word you use? Low- Lolita complex? You what know that, that it's like an old, I think it's a book and a movie, um, and it's about this this older guy who I, I think was marrying this woman who had, a, who had a daughter, and or maybe just staying in the house for a little bit while, uh, yeah, I don't remember the specifics, but this man was basically staying in this house where there was the mother and the daughter, and he was the mother's age, and the daughter was, I think, 14, and they basically, like, hook up, and I think it's a movie, because I'm pretty sure... This is a fake, like, fiction? Yeah, yeah, this okay. is a movie, yeah. Um, and, yeah, and I don't think there were any, like, consequences. Which is, like, a 14-year-old hooking up with... With, a, like, a 50-year-old. Oh, my God. Yeah. What was the premise, like, the problem and conclusion and... Was she, like, into it? I don't know. I never saw the movie or read the book. I just know of the Lolita Complex. Mm. So, definitely something to Google. But, yeah, disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I think 100% yes. uh, Because it seems like with every new female-oriented product or trend, it's all about trying to make you, one, look younger, and two, look like you never went through puberty. Mm-hmm. So, like, hide your period, hide your hairy legs, hide your... Everything that you yeah. got once you started going through puberty. It's like, pretend that that's not all there. And then also, like, 
de-aged 20 years. <laughs> like, yeah. everything's all about looking like, yeah. Like, have the face of a 25-year-old, a 24-year-old, whatever. And, and that's then, it. That's yeah. where it ends. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think in the early 2000s, that was probably more... It, like, literally have the body of a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, at least, it's going towards more curvier men. But yeah. even then, we have another video that'll be linked in the link tree. Um, and it's about, it talks about uh, black oppression and where that, how that coincides with our current shift in now um, the, the convention being more curvy men and having a body more typical of a black woman's body mm-hmm. and she does a, she does a great job of explaining this and she she's also black and she is credible like has a her background or her career yeah about. so i don't want to talk out of my ass so uh <laughs> watch the video um but it was it was very fascinating because it kind of just shows you how far colonialism has impacted these like minute things that we think about on a daily basis today mm-hmm. and these are things that i really don't think anyone beyond above our age group thinks about like the how further back this all started even like people our age i don't think think about it but like if i ask my parents why do you think indians in generally favor light skin i don't think they would understand like I think they'd be like, oh, because it just, like, it looks nice. It looks cleaner. I think they would say something like that. I don't That's think what my mom like, said when I asked her. Yeah. yeah she's I like, didn't... what's wrong with wanting light skin? She exactly. Yeah. Or, I don't know, like, whatever it is with, like, I'm trying to think of another, I don't know. But, yeah, they. I don't think they'd be like, oh, yeah, because we were colonized. And that was, like, wow, how we felt inferior and then all this stuff. And, like, I don't think they would, like, piece that together. But, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also everything in the media is white people. All the ma- even in Europe, they watch American TV shows like America and white pe- and the industry in America is really what rules all of beauty standards everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. There was this yeah, especially early two thousands. Even was just like no representation. Minus like yeah. Disney Channel had a good. So I don't know what happened there. Yeah, but. <laughs> it was like two years of yeah. awesome representation and then all gone. For but in terms of like all the other cable channels, like very, very white, heavily white. And now you're getting a lot of more of like people calling out and be like, hey, why are you all white cast? Um, yeah. Why don't you? So now they have to do like the, your like fill, fit the, fill the, what's it called? The quota of all, oh, yeah. all the races and yeah. stuff. And even then it's not the main character, which we definitely yes. talked about this exact way. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny, not funny, sad, but ironic words, um, that every single episode we can relate back to racism. Mm-hmm. This, this problem is so ingrained in our society that we, and I think people also say it's extreme when I, because I do talk about racism a lot, and I do basically relate everything to racism, but that's the the truth. Mm-hmm. Racism is at the heart of so much shit, and it's, and I think also a lot of the time, white people, especially white people who, and I don't want to call out all white people, but yeah. <laughs> um, white people who are more, uh, let's say, lean conservative tend to act like racism it can be fixed 
easily or like it's not really a problem or well if they just stay where they're at and I stay over here with like my white people and we don't mix there's no problems right it's exactly. all fine um out of sight out of mind yeah for sure um but yeah I guess going back to the topic mm-hmm. just as a side note a short story we did read really good short story about this whole lookism idea oh we haven't even mentioned the word lookism that's what it is yeah. like like how you have racism is lookism for people the way they look but um it's called liking what you see and we'll link that as well uh i've just never really heard it being talked about in that way in yeah. literature so highly recommend for, sure. for you readers out there yeah okay so i have another question for you what privileges do women give attractive men, and what privileges do you think you specifically have given attractive men? So this kind of ties back to my whole, it was kind of a semi-rant on attractive men and how they basically are just the cream of the crop, <laughs> but, um, and sometimes don't even acknowledge it. But I, again, I'm also, the short story we just mentioned said that seeing an attractive person is like, feeling like there's a magic spell over you. And I've definitely been under that impression around an attractive guy, around, around the guy that I find attractive, and all of a sudden you feel like you just become this, like, yes person. Like, everything they say, yeah. you're just like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm on board. I'm, uh, let's, like, whatever it is, except for consent, you should always uh, yes. do that yeah, in a very think about that. rational manner. Yep. But, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Um, And I, I find that, just like that happens with women, with men too, like people are just very much, with attractive men, people are very forgiving. But more specifically, what I've noticed with attractive men is the way women in groups behave around them, where I've noticed that women are not, don't really think much about competing or like bringing down their fellow female friends in the pursuit of an attractive man like that's how much power they can have sometimes over people uh which I mean I guess that's like worth saying like oh well how strong was a friendship to begin with I don't know but well I think um, it actually depends like how like how secure was the person to begin with because yeah I've seen long lasting relationships just crumble because some guy. Some guy. Who doesn't even give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, I think I think that's like the most tragic part of it all is yeah. the the amount of like subconsciously how much power we give to this person and you basically like sometimes sacrifice two relationships because you probably lost the guy and then you've lost your friend. So Yeah. Yeah. It's um for sure. And I think it also it does let it gives people, man or female, the power in a relationship a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. If you have one very attractive person and one mm-hmm. not as attractive person, there is a, definitely a shift in, in a power dynamic. I think I've noticed yeah. that in my relationships. Yeah. yeah. Also, age-wise, I think age plays into attractiveness. So, like, if if an older guy is dating, like, a younger, attractive woman, I think he tends to feel... There's, there's a likelihood that he will feel insecure and, like, kind of feel the need to overcompensate, like, by being maybe, like, protective or, like, 
uh, questioning, yeah, yeah, questioning his like her female, her male friends or whatever, yeah, um, or being skeptical of them. So, yeah, it's a. Uh, I think attractive men, depending on your relationship to men, I guess if you're not attracted to men, like, like I, don't, I wonder like what, how like a lesbian would respond to an attractive man. I don't know. Maybe like it doesn't really. Well, so I think because I mean we still respond in ways yeah, to, attractive to attractive women so I think it would probably be about the same yeah um I know I think I have the opposite effect with attractive men or I do the opposite thing with attractive men where I kind of I either ignore them or like shit on them a little bit Mm-hmm. And I think it's out of the, no, oh, you think you're so hot, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> like, like a little bit of anger, mm-hmm. um, which is probably not great. Um, but yeah, no, I've, I've noticed like I've never, I've never ever tried to flirt with an extremely attractive man. Mm-hmm. Like I know my lane and I stay in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's what I do. I think as I've gotten older, I've become... And I've seen, like, the way people have treated people who are attractive, and I've just, like, kind of, yeah, like, lived more, I guess. Uh, And especially going out, once you start drinking, and you notice the way people are, like, who couples off with who, and, like, and for what reasons. I think I've become more, like, jaded around attractive men, where I'm just, like, I feel this, almost like I, I know that I don't need to be my normally happy giddy self because they probably get that 24 7 and I'm just kind of like I will be very straightforward and frank with you because I feel like a a sense of I yeah I think a part of me is just frustrated at them for like (laughs) I don't know what it is getting this life handed yeah exactly Yeah. yeah 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 I think I don't really fall under that magic spell that attractive men have but I also think that it might not be a good thing that I Still, because I'm still treating them differently from mm-hmm. other men who I would just talk to like they're normal people. Um, it's kind of like if you have an older sibling that's always like one up to you on everything. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel around attractive men. <laughs> where yeah. I'm like, I feel like we're on the same playing field in terms of like I know I can accomplish anything you've accomplished. Yeah, but you've I had a leg up. This yeah, time. the whole yeah. time. Then I'm kind of just like. Yeah. That's like the same way you look at like an older sibling, where you're just like, I mean, I like you, but like, ugh, it, yeah, it's uh, after a certain limit. So yeah, yeah, that's after a certain, yeah, for sure. Well, you think we covered it all? I think we did. Yeah. Well, so there was that one TED talk that I'm also gonna link, where this model talks about how she basically every model starts off with a base level of attractiveness that they had zero control over they were just born with it and then beyond that they build their skills but if you don't have that base level of just innately born attractiveness genetics yep then you're out and you can't be a model and she said anyone can really learn how to strut or how to like Flick up your leg in a picture mm-hmm. and like pose your face. Yeah, smize or whatever. Um, but smize? oh yeah, Tyra Banks, smile with your eyes, smize. Like, like, like a 
I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, no, but like smoldering look like that? Yeah, um, yeah. But it's like you're smiling with your eyes. So your eyes are how they'd be. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm just, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, but she basically talks about if, like, she, I mean, I, it's shitty when I say it where she's just like discrediting a lot of models, but she is a model. So it's just an interesting perspective to hear. And I think me reiterating it would just sound shitty so definitely mm -hmm. listen to her see what she says and how you think and feel about it um but definitely interesting thank you for joining us on this really uncomfortably taboo journey <laughs> uh into lookism yeah and pretty privilege and handsome privilege I guess. yes and the dangers of Trying to live up to those those mm -hmm. standards of prettiness and attractiveness. Exactly. We hope that we didn't come off as like whiny. Woe is me. Exactly. Yeah. When it comes to this kind of stuff. But I mean, it's hard to... If we were so concerned about coming off, how we were coming off to like every single person, I don't think we would get anywhere in this conversation. Yeah. So it needed, some of these things just needed to be said and like come across and like where we're coming from and also like it's I think it would have been problematic if we did if we said we're not a, we don't have pretty privilege we're not attractive exactly it would have yeah. been problematic either way <laughs> yeah. well um, well this is just honest you know yeah so I I mean sure maybe problematic but I think it would have been shittier if we were just like we were like have no part and also like I think giving our own like firsthand perspective is like the best we can do yeah and I mean these things have like actually happened to us where like like we've been, gone to a Dunkin Donuts together and gotten like free food literally yeah. free food like bagel and donuts and coffee just because the waiter thought we were cute like yeah. and I'm sure that's not something that would happen if we weren't attractive or if he yeah. didn't find us attractive so it's not even like we're being like oh we're so pretty it's like yeah. clearly that happened because he thought we were pretty yeah. are we pretty generally i don't know it's up for you to decide but yeah. he thought we were and so it was yeah that's yeah, yeah. so i i think it this shit needs to be said and more people need to mm -hmm. talk about it because we are more than our appearance and we gotta stop treating people like we're not yeah yes and just being honest about our appearances so if you are, like, an influencer or whatever, and you get work done, and you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. But maybe don't lie. Yeah. Or, or don't attribute the way you look to things that aren't true just to, like, sell a product. Yeah. But I think that's kind of the point, you know? It's like, mm -hmm. I got this, like, I don't know, if that's their career, I guess. Exactly. Is to basically lie about it. But that's a shitty career. Do better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah. Thanks for joining us on our rant. Rant. Yay. Yeet. We hope you learned a thing or two. If you all have any burning opinions on this stuff, we would love to hear your input because we are missing Shivani and I feel like any more people in this conversation would have made it also even more interesting. So. Yeah. More perspectives because everyone deals with this. This is not like a niche thing. Exactly. Just starting the conversation. Mm -hmm. Getting the ball rolling. Yep. All right. Catch you later. Thanks. <laughs> Bye.